Welcome to the FBA Profits Show with your hosts Subi and Leland. Over the next 10 years, around 50% of the companies currently on the Fortune 500 list will be replaced. The life expectancy of large companies is rapidly declining as startups enter the market at a rapid pace. Welcome to FBA Profits. I'm Leland. I'm Zuby. We're here again to talk about fulfillment by Amazon and all things Amazon. Uh, we're glad you're here. Uh, you can find us on proasins.com. We have a Facebook uh, group. We hope that you join, uh, reach out, tell us what we're doing right, tell us what we're doing wrong. Love to get feedback. Uh, not definitely not opposed to it. Um, today, we're talking about merchant fulfillment, pros and cons. Now, title of our podcast is FBA. You want to talk about merchant fulfillment today, Zuby? Absolutely. Yeah, because I think um, for it, it's important to understand the other uh, way of fulfilling uh, orders on Amazon. Um, FBA is is a game changer. It's definitely uh, the most the easiest um, and and technically you know the, one of the mo- most profitable and highest sales avenues we can take uh, when we're ful- when we're selling on Amazon. But if anything, this COVID-19 taught us, it's that being able to pivot and understand uh, ways to to do merchant fulfilled orders and, and to um, have specific products and, and a strategy in place for merchant fulfill, fulfillment uh, can really have a significantly positive impact um, on your business. It did for us. Um, it did for me uh, where we we were able to because of the COVID-19 restrictions when uh, when the lockdown happened, um, Amazon restricted shipments to FBA uh, where, warehouses to only six categories, the essentials category, essential categories, um, and everything else you couldn't ship in. If you're selling it, you have to you have to fulfill it yourself. Um, in addition to that, when you're sell- sending in, even on those uh, essential products, because they were so backed up, because they were trying to figure out the way, the best ways to stay socially distanced while still fulfilling orders because there was such huge demand uh, increase on Amazon for uh, you know for for all their products um, it would take weeks uh, for your shipment to hit Amazon's warehouse and to become live uh, for those products to be, become live and 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 sell so it if you if you did if you didn't understand merchant fulfillment, if you didn't have a way to pivot out of FBA and uh, start doing merchant fulfillment, um, you lost a lot of sales uh, because uh, Amazon sales records re- sales numbers were records uh, during the pandemic. It just it was ridiculous how much sales, how much people relied on Amazon for purchasing not just essentials but everything. So. That's why I thought it would be a good idea to discuss merchant fulfillment, um, sort of go over some of the key concepts uh, of, of what we need to have in order to become, uh, in order to be able to fulfill uh, orders ourselves. Um, we're not promoting it. Um, I don't think um, it's something that you necessarily have to go out there and prepare for right now, but it's always a good idea to understand that should another pandemic hit, should another uh, emergency hit to where Amazon's not able to take FBA products, um, you, 
you can still make a lot of sales. We had the best month ever in the history of my business in March. And it was mainly because we were able to pivot very quickly and start um, doing merchant fulfilled order, orders. And the, the key to it is, you know, we have a, a, a in my in my personal account, uh, seller account, we have over or close to a thousand SKUs, um, you know, with close to a thousand different products that we sell. So um, you don't want to fulfill every single one, um, but for it's important to know what your um, fast moving, fast selling products are. And those are the ones you want to make sure that if you still have, if your suppliers are still shipping it to you, which for us, we, we uh, for the months of March, April and May, um, early part of May, uh, there were uh, eight different products uh, that we selected, identified, and said, we're going to be merchant fulfilling these items. And we ordered them in quantities. I mean, a lot of them. Uh, it was, it was, there's a continuous order on a daily basis. We were ordering thousands of them. Um, and they were getting shipped to our warehouse. Um, we had them listed as merchant fulfilled um, at, at significant profit, uh, I might add. For for me personally, um, I had done merchant fulfilled orders in the past, but nowhere near this size. We were doing you know hundreds of orders a day, um, just and and I had to relearn um, you know because FedEx used to be our go to uh, carrier, and then Amazon cut their relationship with FedEx, so I had to relearn USPS. Uh, they were the most cost effective shipping method, um, and. I had to go and get boxes and order boxes, uh, order different sizes of boxes, figure out all the different um, pack, uh, pricing policies that USPS has for from, uh, you know, they have um, flat rate mail versus priority mail versus express mail. And it, 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 it takes time to learn all of that stuff. But if you take the time to do, to learn it and to implement it and to start using it, it is extremely profitable. Uh, especially during uh, during times when uh, everybody else is sort of stuck waiting for Amazon to open up the FBA before they can start selling. Your competition basically goes away. Um, so, you know, and, and, and I don't know, maybe maybe we need to take a step back and just sort of explain <laughs> what merchant fulfillment is. <laughs> do, do you Somebody got a little excited there. <laughs> Somebody got a little excited there. Though. I know, right? <laughs> I think I jumped the gun a little bit too fast. That's good. No, I... I think I think if you're if you're new to this process and you're looking at the retail arbitrage fulfillment by Amazon makes the most sense out of sight out of mind you never have to see or touch the products but if you're um, you know interested in controlling the process maybe it's something that you have a particular relationship with and you know you're gonna we just did a podcast on being gated right so you might. You might have issues with Amazon from that standpoint. There could be some barriers, but you have the space and you have the time to go through the process. So as I understand it, right, you still get to put your listings out on Amazon. You still get to do that fun. They're, they're doing the heavy lifting of the marketing. If you've done your pictures right and all that other good stuff, somebody's seen that and placed their order. Now, it's not out of sight, out of mind on Merchant Fulfilled. Now it's on you. You have your orders presented to you uh, on a regular basis. And now you have to process, get them shipped off, pack it, all that good stuff, which if you have a warehouse, like 
you do. Um, that's an option. If you have employees that can do that stuff, which you do, that's an option. So, um, dealer's choice, right? If you're new to this thing, why would you want to get involved in all of that stuff? But, well, let me ask you, Zuby, as you grow, you want to become more merchant fulfillment? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. That's not, that's not what we're saying because merchant fulfilled, uh, merchant or fulfilling your own orders um, is a lot more work than shipping the products to Amazon and letting them handle it. And that's, it's why you pay a significant amount of your uh, significant percentage of the sales to Amazon because they do all the hard work for you. They, they prep it they, or they pack it and they ship it to the customer. They take the returns. They do all of that. Um, you know, one of the things that I found out the from this merchant fulfilled um, uh, test case that we just ran in the last three months is that uh, I, li I like returns, how, wait I like how you boil uh, coronavirus down to a test case in, in <laughs> one sentence. I, I like that minimization. That was lovely. I, Sorry, you know, that, 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 that might be good. for a different podcast, but I I, <laughs> I, I truly believe this was uh, th this is not something that's a one off uh, event. I think we're going to be in a new paradigm of having a world where we're going to be running into this kind of stuff quite a lot. Oh, guaranteed. Um, guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. But, Sorry to interrupt. But, but yeah. for us, it was, you know, getting the, dealing with the returns is, is well, was very interesting because, I mean, even to this day, we're still getting uh, some returns. Um, again, of the eight products that we had selected, only two of them were returnable. So uh, that was a, a benefit for us. Um, that the others were in the grocery category and groceries are not returnable, uh, which is, you know, from a seller's perspective, that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. But um, when you are doing your own fulfillment, uh, your own order fulfillment, um, it, it, you know, it takes a lot more time um, and it takes you away from other things that you can do, whether it's if, if Amazon is your primary source of income and it's your business, primary business, uh, then it takes you away from working on the business to try to grow it. And now you're working, you know, you're, you either need to hire employees or you yourself or putting orders together and shipping them to, um, to the customer. Um, but it's important to understand that there will come times when there's, it's going to be more profitable for you to have uh, specific products at least listed on a merchant fulfilled basis as well. Amazon allows you to have both an FBA uh, to have to sell a product both through FBA and Merchant Fulfilled at the exact same time. So, um, if you are aware, uh, if you if you're familiar with Amazon's uh, product pages, you'll sometimes you'll see uh, when you when you click on to see all the different sellers that are selling that product, you'll see the same seller listed two or three times on there, and that's mainly because one is FBA new, one is maybe FBA used, um, one is Merchant Fulfilled new, and maybe one is Merchant Fulfilled used. So there, as long as the conditions are different. Amazon has no problems with you listing, um, be, being on the exact same listing multiple times. So, and that that can benefit you a lot because you can put your merchant fulfilled um, offer at a much higher price. Um, your FBA is competitive and it sells out. And for whatever reason, demand increases, supply goes down. Um, the other sellers, you know, they haven't shipped their products in, or their their products have not become available for sale on uh, on Amazon right away. And 
um, the price gets the buy box price gets up to your price. Now you're going to start selling, you know, merchant fulfilled. Yes, but you're getting a much higher return and much higher profit margins on those. So it will behoove you to have something, uh, a strategy like strategy like that in place for specific products. You wouldn't, you don't want to do it for everything you have or all of your inventory, but specific fast moving products that, you know, if the, the, the best seller rank is under 10,000 and it sells, you know, 500 a month or a thousand a month or 3000 units a month, you know that the demand is there and suppliers um, are, are going to, it's, it's not going to be a consistent thing where everybody's going to, all the sellers are going to have all their items in there at all times. There will come time when the, the demand is going to uh, supersede uh, supply and that's going to get the prices increased and it's going to come and hit your price. And when it does, you know, what you were selling for X, uh, you might be able to sell for X times 50% um, as a merchant fulfilled. And then the only cost you have from that point is your shipping cost. You, and Amazon will help you purchase shipping directly on their website uh, and with their rates. So you don't have to pay Amazon any FBA fees. You just pay them a small referral fee and your margins go much higher. So it's a, it's a good strategy to have when you're looking at a macro perspective of your business, when you're trying to determine, hey, how can I find ways to grow my business and without necessarily adding anything new or, or trying to find new products. Um, you already have a good product that sells well. You can you have a good supplier that that always you can you can you can order from. So then you go ahead and order and if you're doing it from your house, you know, maybe keep uh, 20 of them in a box somewhere um, and just list it as merchant fulfilled and you know and whenever it hits it, you you just made a huge profit off of those 20 and then you can continue doing that. The number is up to you, but the the concept and the idea is that you want to find different ways to increase your profit margins. You want to find different ways to increase your sales. Um, and this is one of those ways that um, you can easily do so with your current inventory. Yeah. Did that all make sense? It did to me. I mean, costs are a big consideration. Time's a big consideration. I mean, there's plus and minuses for doing, you know, uh, fulfillment by a merchant in that regard. Um, you know, if you have the space, great. If you have the time, great. Um, to me, I think the deal breakers, like I, I understand what you're saying, like plan B for sure with should we have, you know, additional uh case studies <laughs> that are upcoming um you know knowing other routes other channels right so if you're a retail shop and you're selling you know to people walking by on the yes. sidewalk going to amazon is another way to sell so right it, fulfilling through um you know amazon or by the merchant it's almost having another channel in a way but to me i think there's some pretty big dings in choosing to go uh, FBM, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you want to talk about exposure or lack thereof to, say, prime of members course. and then also the likelihood of you being in the buy box. I mean, it contingent on competition, right? Yes. So um, Amazon's regular non-test case study uh, algorithm <laughs> is... <laughs> is highly uh, highly uh, skewed towards uh, FBA. So, and you know, if you sell on Amazon, um, 
if you're not FBA, you're not going to get the buy box uh, most of the time. Uh, if there are FBA sellers out there and they're within 10% of your your sell price. Um, during the, the test case, during the pandemic, Amazon um, fixed or changed their algorithm and they allowed uh, fulfillment by merchant um, mm-hmm. sellers to get the buy box, which really had a huge impact. Uh, but they've gone back to the to the old ways and the normal ways and things have you know sort of become normal again in that sense so if you're doing merchant fulfilled and only only merchant fulfilled you're losing out on a tremendous amount of sales because you will not get the buy box uh, majority of the time um it's it's not a strategy that we recommend you use as your main strategy to sell on amazon unless as leland put it you know if you, you have a storefront and you don't really want to ship uh, inventory into Amazon, but you have a way to fulfill your own orders um, and you just want to list your product out there. That's great. But um, I think our ad- audience is mostly individual sellers, uh, people who are doing this as uh, either a secondary business or um, you know they're just getting their feet wet in the e-commerce world right now. For you, um, this would not be the primary business model because like Leland said, you can't, you, you won't, the prime badge isn't going to be with you. Um, although they do have a, something called a seller fulfilled prime now, um, but that's a whole different podcast and um, not something that is really available for new sellers. Um, but you also won't get the buy box. Um, plus um, the shipping costs you're not sure of, if, especially mm-hmm. as new sellers, you don't know how much uh, a specific box is going to cost you to ship. Um, there's ways to figure it out, but you this isn't a strategy that we say go ahead and use that as your prime primary strategy to uh, run your amazon business this is a plan b this is a backup plan uh, this is a way to um you know your your main strategy is fba if you're selling on amazon you have to be doing fba there there's mm-hmm. just no no ifs ands or buts about it but there will be times when fba is not going to be available you know, just like just like we just talked about, um, but we, we also use um, I, I use uh, Merchant Fulfilled on a couple of products that Amazon is on the listings. Mm-hmm. They it, these are these are items that sell really fast. Um, you know, they're they're kind of a bulky item. Uh, they sell a lot of them. Uh, one of them is a baby waddle water baby water baby milk wa- warmers. Uh, yeah, something. Um, so. <laughs> Amazon gets, you know, 10,000 units at a time in, in their inventory, but every couple of months they run out. Mm-hmm. If I ship them into Amazon's FBA uh, facilities, well, during those months that they're sitting there, because of their bulk, I'm paying a lot of storage fees because they're big. So rather than, and that's, those storage fees will eat away at my profits. So mm-hmm. rather than shipping them there, I just keep them here. I purchase a few. I know where my source is. I can. I know how long it, what the lead time is for me to get those products, um, and I just keep track of them. I, I have them listed as merchant fulfilled, and um, I have one, you know, a quantity of one or two listed just above Amazon's price, so that when Amazon runs out, it sells. I might not be making that much money off of that one sale, but it pops it up for me and it tells me, hey, if Amazon's out of inventory, now I go ahead and place my orders. Uh, get additional inventory, increase my price, and start selling those really fast. 
Um, so th- these are these are strategies that you can use in your business to really generate some some significant revenues and significant profits. But you have to be cognizant of them. You have to be aware of each one individually. It, it, it's not a blanket strategy for all of your products. Um, and I think the the one thing that we would want you to get out of this podcast is that merchant fulfillment, although it's not recommended, there are pros to it. There are um, some really positive things that could come out of it if you strategize it. If you if you think about specific items in your in your catalog, specific products that you're selling and how you can maximize your sales through them. If you use merchant fulfillment as your primary source, you might as well not sell on Amazon because you're not going to get many sales. But as a secondary source of uh, secondary strategy to your business growth, uh, it's a very good uh, option to have. Sounds good. Yeah, that's I think that's that's a good wrap for that topic. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think we uh, nailed it. If uh, you have any questions or comments, we invite you to reach out to us. You can find us at proasins.com. We're on uh, Profitable FBA is a group on uh, Facebook. And uh, of course, at the very end of this, after the music and everything, you'll find uh, Zuby's uh, home phone number and you can call him anytime. Yes, and just drive be... by too. <laughs> Come right, knock on the door. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, thank you, Zuby. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening to FBA Profits. Visit ProAsins.com for more information like our Facebook group, Twitter, and direct contact.